2: All lowercase. That's shopifycom special offer.
0: Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, brought to you by Digitex, Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah,
1: Digitex does that.
0: D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. It is 1233 in Edmonton, and this is Oilers now momentarily. We're going to hook up with uh, John Shannon, our NHL insider for Legacy Heating and Cooling. Uh, the Oilers have just put it out. We wanted to wait on that. But uh, Dylan Holloway has signed an amateur tryout. Remember, he has signed his three-year deal, but that starts, the clock starts next season. So in order to play in the minors, uh, coming off the broken thumb and the surgery that he had after the NCAA playoffs... Um, the Orders have signed Dylan Holloway to an ATO. In fact, he is on the ice as we speak in Bakersfield and will be playing for the Bakersfield Condors, so they get a bit of a push there. That's a good thing. I've asked the question on our Ashley Fine Flores text line, and we've got a mammoth response to this. 100 points in 53 games. Are we watching the best player that's ever played right now with Connor McDavid? And obviously, some might say that. I I, got to tell you, I'm surprised at the amount of uh, listeners in the 45-plus range that are absolutely saying we've never seen a guy like this before. This is a terrific text that comes in. With Wayne Gretzky, history will always reflect on what he did and what he accomplished. With McDavid, it will always be about how he does it. Absolute Sorcery. That text comes to us out of Edmonton. That's a really good text. Um, and the Chisler from Las Vegas, the old roommate, <laughs> says, Bob, I'm not from West Lockham and I'm at not 75 years of age. As a middle aged texter, the game is faster, bigger. The tenders are bigger, miles better. The players and the tenders are technically advanced. Yes, our Connor is hands down the best player ever. And we'll continue to get better. Again, you can text us at 780 Rob Brown's going to join us at 105. He, of course, played with Murray Lemieux and with Yarmir Yager and played against Wayne Gretzky in his prime. Uh, a guy that uh, worked on all those broadcasts and watched it. It's a great historian for us on the show. Our NHL insider, John Shannon, for Legacy Heating and Cooling, paying overtime rates in their 24-7 service repairs. That's how you build a Legacy. Legacy Heating and Cooling joins us right now on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. Hello, John. How are you doing? Great, Bob. What do you think? I mean, it is spectacular what we're watching on a nightly basis, isn't it?
1: I think, in its own way, I don't think we've ever seen anything like it. Uh, simply because his style of game, um, and and you know, there are, are there differences between 1981 and 1991. Absolutely. Um, and and but what Connor does and how he does it is truly amazing. When and it puts in perspective in many ways, not just McDavid. Uh, but what Alex Ovechkin has done uh, as a goal scorer in this era. Uh, and uh, I, and I, I honestly think the first person to echo a lot of what everybody is saying would be number 99. I think that Wayne would be the, would be the first to say, listen, this guy is so special uh, and, uh, and has made such a difference in the game. It, the, the, the fascination for me is the, the Connor influence Let's not talk about what he does on the ice. The Connor influence versus the Wayne influence. And that's where Wayne becomes so much bigger than life.
0: Explain that.
1: Well, I mean, you know, we we talk about uh, how the NHL grew. Uh, from 21 teams when Wayne Gretzky showed up and, and we're on the verge of 32 and and in many ways Bob were you know there there were eight or nine teams that joined the league because of the awareness and the creativity that Wayne Gretzky created for the game we would not have teams in anaheim we would not have teams in dallas or arizona or you know a, a second attempt in atlanta or the teams in florida or carolina uh the sunbelt teams uh, without wayne gretzky having been such a key part of everything he transcended the sport uh and that's what that's the one difference from an influence perspective perspective is connor has yet to transcend the sport because it's it's a different time in a different place, just as it is on the ice for for Connor. I mean, I think that those of us have been blessed to be around both of them. Might be talking about one in one A or. Or, or something, or a different categorical system of watching the maybe the two greatest players of all time.
0: You know, John, it's interesting. John Shannon, our NHL insider, joining us. Uh, You know, Connor was sitting there at the 42 game mark, and he had 69 points. I was like, "There's no way he's getting 100." 31 points in 11 games in this day and age. It's hard. I mean, and, and you know, you have the the detractors always playing in the north. As it turns out, the east is actually an easier scoring division than the north. Uh, I, and somebody made a, I forget which player said it, but you know, the teams they get up, they get to prepare for McDavid. There's advanced video work. You know, there's it's not like I mean, you're, you're sitting there going, you've got a chance to shut them down. You have played them at this stage of the year seven, eight times already. Um, yeah. It's just ridiculous. Like to me, 31 points in 11 games. like He's closing like a house on fire. It's, it's crazy when you think about it, John.
1: Well, and, and when you look at what and how he's done, Bob, I, I think the two things that always fascinate me with Connor, uh, and one more this year than, than the previous years. First of all, there's no one with his speed ever. There's no one that has his edge work ever, um, but now he's been able to take all of that and starting to shoot the puck more, and his shot is so much better than it ever was before. I mean, he has he has taken his great skills and made them better, and that to me is what's fascinating about what Connor McDavid has become. You know, you know everybody. Everybody, whether it's in the business world in the sports world, you know they always say, "Oh yes, I, you know, I'm 45 years old, and I'm I continue to learn, I continue to listen." That's not necessarily the case in athletics. A lot of times, no sports people get to a certain plateau and then are able to maintain it for a long period of time. But Connor's getting better. Connor's growing as a player. And that, to me, is one of the fascinating aspects of what we've seen with number 97 this season.
0: It's not just Connor that's growing and getting better, John. I know. I don't know if you saw the tweet yesterday, but Leon Drysaddle right now leads the NHL in plus-minus, and some people think that's a flawed stat. And in power play goals and that's hard to do when you actually think about it because you get docked a minus when you give up a shorty when you're on the power play it's only happened once in nhl history since 1959-60 ironically it was wayne gretzky uh, who did that back in the mid-1980s and it's it's funny with leon i can make an argument Given that Leon's only played about 40% of his five on five time this year with Connor, I can make an argument that Drysettle, and when you factor in that Nugent Hopkins and Yamamoto, who were 18 and 25% shooters last year with Drysettle, are shooting at, you know, below 10% and even strength with Leon this year. I can make an argument Leon's been better this year than last year when he won the heart, but McDavid's so much better than everybody else. We don't even think about it, John. See, I, had a, I talked
1: to a couple of people in the organization last week about Leon. Uh, and what I'm, what I'm seeing from Leon is, is a maturation. Uh, and that's not just about his game. That's about him as a person. Uh, I will take you back. I, he did an interview um, with Gene between periods uh, one game. That, that knocked my socks off uh, because he talked. About, he was talking in in he was talking in terms of having a vision for the game and a vision of working with Connor. That you know sometimes we forget these guys are in their early twenties, Bob. You know they're not 34. Jason Spets is 35, does a great interview. You know Leon is not 35, and that maturation I think has really paid it paid itself up in spades for this organization and that's why i think we're seeing a much better hockey club this year because there's a growth on and off the ice for these two guys and a lot of people that are following them
0: well there's people that never thought that darnell nurse could be a top pairing nhl defenseman john i mean he's yeah, third he, he's he's yeah. third on the team and even straight scoring a defenseman is third on the on this team on this team with the two highest scoring forwards in the league He's third, you know, which which maybe is also a bit of a reflection on similar support scoring, though I think we'd agree Paul Yarby's coming. But Nurse is really and, and that's what I'm, That's I like where McDavid, settle and Nurse are headed, because I think there will be that osmosis effect that the, the, you know, the great broadcaster Peter Zosky wrote about in the game of our lives. I think the others other support players will get better as a result of that, John.
1: Absolutely. You know,
0: it's funny because Darnell was one of those kids that
1: I followed since he was 17 years old, um, and loved his game in junior hockey. Uh, but he was he was better than many of the kids that he was playing with and against. Uh, and it, I, honestly, Bob, I, I think it caught up with him in his first three years in the NHL. Uh, but, but but now, and he plateaued. I thought there was a point in early in his career that he plateaued. And, and then you had to wonder, will he get any better? Well, this year, his ability to get better has been fascinating to the point where, and, and, and I'm as guilty of it as anybody, and, and I actually heard somebody else say it uh, on national radio, um, that maybe Darnell Nurse should be getting some Nor- Norris Trophy discussion now, maybe there should be a time that Darnell Nurse, is Darnell Nurse the best defenseman right now today in the Northern Division? Is he? He might be. Uh, and that speaks of his growth uh, and, and what he's contributed to this team and the opportunity that the cleft-bomb injury gave him, you know, in certain situations.
0: We're joined right now by John Shannon. Bob Stauffer with you on Oilers now. John's appearance is brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. All right, John. Uh, tonight, Edmonton plays Montreal. It's, a play, it's an important game for the Habs. I mean, they don't want to leave... A window for Vancouver or for the Calgary Flames with their four remaining games against the Canucks? Do they?
1: No, man. Hey, listen. Uh, this is one of those very few times in what is it, <laughs> 40, 40 years that uh, Flame fans are cheering for the Oilers. Um, you know, so so we you know, people in Alberta should enjoy it for what it is, and I, I think it's a bit of a litmus test for the Oilers too. Because, let's face it, Montreal has given Edmonton fits this year. And there's something the way, you know, with the, the big defensemen, now not all the big defensemen are going to be healthy enough to play for Montreal tonight, but some of these, some of these defensemen and the way the Oilers, the Canadians can clog up the, uh, the, between the blue lines, uh, the changes for the Edmonton Oilers. And this, this is a good test for some patience for the Oilers and the ability to get through that, that area in order to try to prepare themselves for a
0: playoff. All right, John, we're going to switch focus. You worked all those years in television. There are reports that uh, ESPN wasn't going to be able to get to the price point on Wayne Gretzky. Uh, Sounds like Ray Ferraro will be joining ESPN. Uh, Brian Boucher, who's an excellent analyst for NBC down in the States. Eddie Olchuk's headed to TNT. Uh, however, TNT's basketball package has got big personalities and big money. And, you know, obviously they have Shaq, and they have Charles Barkley, who's friends with Wayne Gretzky. Uh, first of all, what is it about TNT that enables them? Is it a philosophy that allows them to spend at that level? What do you think it is? Well, I mean, you know, they
1: they have production dollars and talent dollars to spend because they make them- of money on the package. Yeah, that's, that, that's the reality. Is that they're not spending dollars to make make hockey or basketball a lost leader. There's no way. Uh, and 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 what what they also do is is uh, from a, a pure production philosophy is they are far less structured than anybody else in in television today. Far less structured than what occurs on every other network in any other sport. And they've been far less structured because Shaquille O'Neal, Charles Barkley, Kenny Smith, and Ernie Johnson allow them to be, and they trust what these guys are going to do to make the game entertaining. And so I, I think you have to hope that they're going to bring that,
0: that philosophy to the hockey package as well. So does it make sense that they would target Wayne Gretzky? I mean, they went out and got it the. Paint. It, what do you it think? Does.
1: It, it does, Bob, if Wayne is prepared to get past the veneer. And I, I, I you know, my yes. regular podcast partner, Bob McCallum, and I had this conversation the day after the Turner package was announced. And I said, I'd go hire Wayne, but I'd say, Wayne, you have to say something. Because we know how smart he is. We know the kind of vision he has for the game, not just on the ice, but on a a daily basis. But he has to go on base, be prepared to stick his neck out of it. And and if he wants to do that, Wayne could be as effective on the desk as he was on the ice.
0: There are some that would say, you know, maybe a guy like Wayne would just prefer working for a club and uh, being a part of an organization. You know what I'm saying, John?
1: Uh, Wayne has put himself in a great position. Uh, Wayne is still a, a, uh, an influence guy in our game. There's tons of people behind the scenes that call Wayne for advice. There's tons, tons of con- uh, time that Wayne gives them advice. And if he was able to take what he does privately and put it out there publicly, I think we would say the great one is still there.
0: Uh you mentioned on Wednesday that that was the day you found out that the Rangers were making significant changes. Uh boy James Dolan. Keith Oberman has just been pounding <laughs> James Dolan. And many many wow. and you're you're you know you let's be full disclosure here, John Davidson's a very good friend of yours. How long do you think John Davidson goes before he's back in hockey on a presidential level?
1: John has to decompress first. Uh, and I think he has to decide what he wants to do. Um, I think lots of people have been very respectful of giving him the time to do that. But um, let me just say that uh, if John wants to work again, there won't be an issue, and John will be able to pick and choose at any point. There you go. Great stuff, John. Thanks
0: for your time, my man. Okay, Bob. That's our NHL insider, John Shannon. It is currently 1250 in Edmonton and we will get to more of your texts. Are we watching the greatest player that's ever played in the history of the game? We will tell you that guests and orders now receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Takeouts. Roos Chris, open for takeout and delivery through DoorDash. Maggie Taylor and Chef Altoff will take care of you at Roos Chris. They're open Wednesday through Sunday from 5 p.m. until 10 p.m. Back with your texts, uh, NHL Today for Elite Promotional Marketing and the Orders Now Injury Report for James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. This is Orders Now. It's 1250 in Edmonton. <laughs> This is Zach Cassian from your Edmonton Oilers and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. It's a great place to start. We'll go to the Oilers Now. Injury report first for James H. Brown. Injury lawyers, for every goal at the Oilers score, James H. Brown donates $100 to 630 Chet Santa's Anonymous. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Dave Tippett saying today, Zach Cassian and Chris Russell did not make the trip. They are skating back in Edmonton. Other injuries of note. Slater Cuckoo is with the team, as is Philip Roberg by the way. Oscar Kleffbaum shut down for the year. Shoulder surgery never got off and running. Cuckoo recovering from a broken collarbone. Kulikov could see him in today. He skated yesterday morning before the team flew. Uh, and uh, we talked about Cassian already, and I think that we're close. Uh, Nygaard and Haas could be options here shortly. For Montreal, Carey Price out with a concussion after... Alex Chason bumped him. We've got uh, Brendan Gallagher, broken thumb, upper body issue believed to be a, what what a hand issue for Shea Weber. Jonathan Drouin's on a leave and concussion for Philip Deneau. Other injuries of note, here's Brendan Escott.
2: Yeah, just a lot of guys banged up around the league heading into playoffs, so names like Jacob Slavin and Carolina and uh, Andre Svechnikov, they won't play uh, for the next couple of games, it seems, and uh, even some playoff-eliminated uh, teams still riding that same way, but nothing specifically of note. Carey Price uh, getting back on the ice would be one. Tory Krug of the Blues will return to the lineup tonight against Los Angeles. He's last uh, uh, miss rather the last five games
0: into nhl today for our friends at elite promotional marketing company branded apparel products and awards all created in-house edmonton owned and operated shop local at elite here's Brandon Escott.
2: Okay, Oilers and Habs is one of nine games on the NHL schedule. You can catch it live here on 630 Chad, 5pm this evening. Winnipeg hosts Vancouver at 6pm. Connor McDavid, the NHL's first star of the week. Three goals, 13 points in four games. Reached, of course, the 30-goal plateau for the fifth straight year. Uh, Brandon Montour fined $5,000 for spearing Pat Maroon on Saturday. Maroon was suspended a game for Unsports been like conduct. He had a roughing incident that night. Bit of a a punch-up down there in Florida on Saturday. Mackenzie Wieger also fined $5,000 Panthers defenseman for high sticking in that game. And then Habs D-man Joel Edmondson $1,000 lighter in the pocketbook for a dangerous trip on John Taveras on Saturday. You mentioned nominees are out for the Bill Masterton Award. Oilers goaltender Mike Smith has been nominated. And Bakersfield losing 4-1 on home ice to San Diego on Saturday. Saturday. Did they play Friday night, Bob, against Colorado? I thought they were scheduled to and then I couldn't see a result. It got canceled. Colorado
0: had a player uh, that was in the protocol.
2: Okay, and other than that, they are uh, Thursday on the road in Henderson. We'll hear more from Jay Woodcroft in a little over a half hour.
0: Uh, let's go to some text on the Ashley Fine Flores text line at 1255 And Edmonton. Gives me about a three-minute window to race through some. Herm, who uh, played minor uh, pro hockey back in the 1970s, says, Connor McDavid is the best player of all time. Keep in mind, today's game, no red line. More penalties are being called. Let's enjoy what we have with McDavid, the best in the NHL. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Ah, oh, man, I, I got to tell you, we've got this fella, and uh, he's got an obsession with the San Jose Sharks. It's Phil, a.k.a. Fear of the Fin, and it just says, Patrick Marleau wins the Master. Okay, if you say so. There you go. Oilers GM says, there's no debate Connor is the best ever to lace him up, and that's no disrespect to Mario or Wayne. We've never seen anybody in the likes of Connor ever before, and we might never again. How people don't see this is just jealousy and hatred. The speed and skill set combined with hockey IQ is the best ever. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Jason, Jason, Jason. Oh, there you go. Um, hey, Brennan, uh, Tim has Texas. us. Is Brian Hall still doing the occasional sports update and sort of that sort of thing?
2: Yeah, Halsey's on our uh, sister station over on Global News Radio 880. There you go. He
0: he is still around. Uh but stop. The word around town is Gretzky is part owner of the Oilers. Uh if true, how would that work with TNT? Also, Connor won't be the greatest of all time until he wins the cup. He's already the most skilled player of all time. Uh well, Wayne Gretzky was in a what was he? Uh I got to I got to look up he was with the Oilers Entertain with the Oilers Entertainment Group, uh sort of in a vice president's role at one stage i don't know technically if i guess i'd have to see the 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 actual literature but we refer to him as wayne from the orders entertainment group so there you go uh bob i've been following the nhl for 65 years now connor is definitely the best ever uh he should be he's got turbo skates and hands of a surgeon so well you got hands of a surgeon you probably got pretty good hands um Again, you can text us, 780-496-0063. Wild Bill in Windermere says, Bob, I know you probably can't put this on the air, but it would be nice to see a play-by-play announcer from Sportsnet a little bit in favor of the Oilers or at the very least unbiased towards them as opposed to cheering for Vancouver on Saturday night and uh, Calgary a few games earlier from wild beer Wild Bill in Windermere uh wild beer uh wild beer wild Bill in Windermere uh you know you're entitled to your opinion I watch those games back I don't notice with Harnarayan Ryan Singh that there is any inflection change or voice on the Vancouver goals versus the the, the Edmonton goals. Or the uh, – I, I don't get the sense that they're cheering for one team or the other. But you – I respect your – if – now, you listen to our games on the radio. It's the Oilers' radio network. There is a little bit of a difference in the inflection, raising the excitement level on Oilers' goals, especially when the team is going good. That kind of comes with the territory. Fed up Alberton. One more. Um uh, McDavid is a generational player for sure, the best in the NHL hands down. But that's wait before calling them the best ever. You have to take into account the division this year. There we go, another one on the division. I don't think McDavid gets to 153 games played if he played against more of the NHL's top teams from Fed Up, Alberta. Again, you're entitled to your opinion. You you want to you want to do something for fun? Uh, Jonathan Willis wrote a piece on this, uh, or maybe on Twitter, about the records of the teams in the Pacific Division and how Vegas, Colorado, and Minnesota. Did against the bottom four teams in the Pacific. Of course, we've already seen uh, Arizona, Rick Tockett not back in Arizona, John Tortorello not back in Columbus. And I already mentioned in the show earlier today, three of the worst te- defensive teams in the league are in the Eastern Division. So you can make an argument look a lot of different ways. A guy who played with some great players and played against great players is Rob Brown. He will join us at 105 after a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers now with Bob Stauffer. Weekdays at noon